535, hit us out to Laredo About to pick us some pounds so we can make us some queso No luggage in the trunk, just me and Saki Headed back down to Texas, now we serving these beans Welcome to the I-35 Sports Connection Pissed Stop Edition for Monday Night Foosball. And you've got the G-Men versus the Dallas Cowboys. And this is really a matchup if which of these teams is going to have the inside track for a wild card spot. Because it, it kind of looks like that the Eagles are the team of the NFC East. And it looks like the Commanders are kind of the team of the seller of the uh NFC East. So one of these two teams might have an inside track towards getting a wild card uh, spot in the in the playoffs. And if you're the Dallas Cowboys, like you got to win these types of games here to have a shot at the postseason when when Dak is back, right? You're trying to stay afloat for Dak. And if you're the G-Men, you're trying to see if you can maybe hit fast forward on that uh, on that rebuild. Hit fast forward on finding out if Daniel Jones is the man or not. So really big game for both teams. And of course, we're going to give you your keys to the game in 10 minutes or less because this is a pit stop. Unfortunately, Mila, the resident Cowboys fans, won't be on the pit stop today. She's busy. She's working. So you are stuck with AAA, which is me. So your first key to the game is, hey, this is a battle of not highly sought after quarterbacks, right? In Daniel Jones and Cooper Rush. And one of these things that both quarterbacks happen to do and quarterbacks who aren't highly coveted do is they give you opportunities to to make a play, to get a turnover. And the key is going to be which of these secondaries isn't going to be jonesing or rushing too much, trying to make a big play and ended up giving up a big play. So since you're going up against quarterbacks that give you an opportunity to get an interception multiple times throughout the game is you don't want to try to pick a route. You don't want to try to make the perfect play and end up giving a big play to a struggling offense because both of these offenses, they stall out. They struggle. They have a hard time moving the ball all the way down the field. And if you give up a big chunk play, it's going to be hard for your offense to counteract that. So the first key to the game is don't be jonesing and don't be rushing. Which team is going to take advantage of the quarterbacks in this game and get a turnover without giving up the big play? So that's your first key to the game for Monday Night Football. (laughs) Your second key to the game is let's go back to the first two games of the Cowboys. And outside of like Dak not being in the game, what was the big difference between game one and game two? And if you look at it, it's flags, right? Game one, double digits and flags, multiple flags stalling out your drives. Game two, two great drives where flags didn't kill you and ended up having half as many flags thrown on your team as opposed to game one. And if you're the Cowboys, you're going up against a team that you believe you can beat a team that you should be able to beat one of the best things to do is not beat yourself don't be the reason for your drive to stall out because anytime you do that you're helping out the Giants defense and you don't have your starting quarterback in this game which means your ability to overcome self-inflicted wounds is going to be harder and if you think you're going to do a heavy dose of Zeke and Pollard in this game which I think is what's going to happen it's going to be hard for you to overcome self-inflicted wounds so your number is six 
Can you keep the flags to under six in this game? Once you start hitting towards that 10 category, it's going to be very hard for you to win this game. And the reason I say six is if you look at the Giants, they've had a lot of flags thrown on them too. So you want to win that that flag battle, win that yardage battle through the referees. Have the Giants be the team that that, that gets a lot of flags. Because if you look at this offensive line, which we're going to get into in your next key of the game, they struggle. They are going to struggle against your pass rush. So there is no need to have wounds yourself. Take advantage of them. Let them be the ones who are going to start to be called for holding and false starts when they worry about your, your pass rush. So let's get into the third key, key, key to the game is you got to take advantage of that offensive line. And I need dos, dos equis. I need two. I need two sacks from any combination that doesn't have the name Micah Parsons because you figure Micah Parsons is going to get his in this game. But I need to show the ability to get to the quarterback, to rattle Daniel Jones in this game without it just being Micah. Because if you can do that, if you can apply pressure without blitzing someone, if you can apply pressure and make them have to think about someone besides Micah, Now you're talking about territory where you can get negative plays uh, for the Giants, where you can also have the Giants have self-inflicted wounds by worrying about your pass rush. So if you can do that, then now you're talking about those opportunities for your secondary to get interceptions increasing as well. So that's why two sacks by anybody without the name Micah Parsons from this defense is going to be huge because you've got to take advantage of this porous offensive line for the Giants. And honestly, this is the biggest biggest advantage that the Dallas Cowboys have in this game against the Giants is the fact that their defensive line is far superior than the Giants offensive line. And whenever you have one of these advantages and you're playing with a less than healthy team, you have to make up the distance there. So two by anybody not named Micah Parsons. And your final, let's call it like bonus key to the game, is you got to realize that you aren't playing Kirk Cousins. You are playing a far worse version of Kirk Cousins in prime time. Daniel Jones is winless in prime time. Let me say that again. Daniel Jones is winless in prime time, which goes back to your first key of not jonesing too much or not rushing too much in the secondary to make a play because those plays are going to be there and those plays are going to have snowball effects so if you follow those first three keys and you execute on those first three keys it's going to have a snowball effect on this offense where they're going to have to start to rely on daniel jones even more and pull saquon back out of the game because they're going to have to try to catch up so if you can get a lead by following those first three keys that we mentioned earlier, then you are going up against a quarterback who struggles when the pressure is on, who struggles in prime time. And that is a key to victory. I don't expect a high-scoring game in this one, but I expect the Cowboys to walk out with the victory. I'm calling it now. Cowboys win. Cowboys win. And I think for the first time this year, they've passed that 20-point threshold that they haven't been able to pass. So those have been your keys to the game. And just remember how important this game is because after the Giants and the Commanders, which is another game you desperately need the Cowboys to win, then you start your gauntlet of Rams and Eagles and hopefully a healthy Dak Prescott is back by then. You just have to stay afloat. Is what Jerry is hoping 
until Dak is back and then you can try to make a run here. And if you win today and you win next week, you've done what you needed to do. You've done what you needed to do until your quarterback comes back. So hopefully you enjoy the keys. Interact with us at I-35 Sports CXN on Twitter. We're going to be watching the game. Hopefully you'll be watching the game. And hopefully we get another Dallas Cowboys victory. (laughs) Take it easy, guys.